Same thing with the Lord. He's still teaching me. That's why it takes some people a little longer to get it. It's okay. As I'm going to talk about this morning, he's the author and the finisher of your faith. He who begun something in you will complete it. So did everybody have a chance to review your outline? They pass it out, and this is what I do. They give out the outlines, and I read it before pastor even gets up there. I read the whole thing, and then I know exactly, you know, I'm paying attention. Does everybody get a chance to review? We're good? You guys got the notes? We're going to get going. You don't want to admit it? It's okay. It's not bad. It's like you're in trouble or something. I'm going to pray for you this morning, the same prayer Paul prayed for the church of Ephesians. So bow your heads with me this morning. Father, I thank you just like in Ephesians 1, verse 17, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. Father, that the eyes of their understanding would be enlightened, that they may know what is the hope of your calling, what is the riches of the glory of your inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of your power to us who believe according to the working of your mighty power. And Father, I thank you today. I thank you, Lord, that this is a message that you placed on my heart. It's a timely message. It's a message of right now. Lord, I thank you that you're gonna make a deposit. I thank you you're gonna make an impartation. Father, I thank you there's gonna be confirmation in the hearts of your people this morning. Lord, they're hungry, they're thirsty. I just heard the Spirit of God say this morning, those who hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. So be ready this morning for God to, maybe it's nothing I say, but maybe just be sensitive to the spirit of God this morning because I believe with all my heart, he's gonna make a deposit, he's gonna confirm, he's gonna give you an impartation, an expectation for him to do great and mighty things right now in Jesus' name. Everybody shouted, amen, amen, amen. amen. Well, I'm excited. Let's go eat. No, just kidding, I'm ready, I'm ready. Joe, if I'm going to come visit you in Fort Bragg, uh, Brenna told me use my filter this morning. I said, you're going to have to build a little runway strip, you know, so we can fly over there. Last time I drove up there, it was only one time we drove up uh, to Mendocino or somewhere, and we're getting sick. That was before you were born, Jane. That road, that road's gnarly. You got to be committed if you're going over there to visit. So make sure, make sure you know what you're getting into, or see if you can helicopter pad something. Easy, no problem. Just add that into the building plan. If you got, you got plenty of room, we'll fly right in. Amen. What time is it? If you have your outlines, it's more than just a day that we move the clock ahead or spring forward. I believe with all my heart that this is the time and season of increase. Everybody say increase. As you were singing the song this morning, breaking chains and, and stepping out, I just was seeing in my heart chains of lack being broken, chains of limitations, chains of things that have held you back from, from just being who you feel like you're supposed to be in your heart, having that fulfillment, that satisfaction. I believe that this is the time of one day transition. A time for the world to see a manifestation of God in the earth like we've never seen before. This is the God we serve. This is the almighty God. A time for us to ask, believe, and receive the unlimited resources he's provided for us, to us and through us by Christ Jesus. A time for us to exercise his promises by faith, an increase of vision, clarity, strategy, development, strength, energy, and endurance. I know that's a lot of things, but we serve a big God. Amen. He's not limited. Good thing he could do more than one thing at a time. 
I've been trying my whole life to do a multi, what do they call it, multitasking? When I multitask, nothing happened. Nothing works. They say the ladies are better at that than men. Well, they have to be because they're moms. They've got kids running around. If you can't multitask, you lose them all the time. You only focus on one thing. Uh, Guys, we're just like, (laughs) ladies can do it. Thank you for the ladies. Everybody said amen. Amen. All the men, at least, in the house did. Amen. Amen. Let's give them one more. Energy and endurance. It's time for a visitation. Father, this morning, as I just look across, I'm telling you, there is a visitation of God. He's wanting to pour out his spirit, and he is pouring out his spirit at this very moment. Time for a visitation by his spirit, an impartation and expectation. A time to believe and receive from the one who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. That's the God that we serve. If you're in this place this morning and you're born again, lift your hand up nice and high this morning. Let me see your hands. Amen. Amen. If you're not, then you'll have a chance today to come and meet the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. We invite you because there's no other place, there's no better person, there's no one who ever lived great as our Lord Jesus. So this morning, these three things have been um, on my heart since last year, just development, that this is a season of development, that God was going to begin to train his people, bring them to himself, and develop them uh, in a new way. Uh, just, Just a real season that if we as his people would grab a hold of what God is speaking, that he was going to develop us, advance us, almost accelerate the process of what he's doing in the earth because I believe we are in the last days. If we're, in, if we're not in the last days, I don't know what the last days are gonna look like. When you look at our time and hour and what's going on around the world, in our country, in our culture, this is the last days. Think about the technology explosion. Think about transportation. I was sharing in first service, it, uh, there, there's a time when if something happened in one part of the world, you might not ever hear about it in your lifetime. But now, if something happens in the world, everybody knows about it instantaneously. God is going to use all these things for his glory, for his end time harvest to bring everybody because he doesn't want anyone to perish. He's going to bring everyone to himself. As a body, we're lifting up the name of Jesus. He's drawing people to himself and he will be the one to get all the glory. He'll be the one to get all the glory. Amen. Amen. No one, or we have been asking This is development. We've been asking at the top of the first page. We've been asking, but your Father in heaven has been developing you to channel the mighty outpouring and flow of his spirit in the earth. Would you guys turn on the illustration for me for just a moment and dim the lights, please? Let me just take a look uh, at this for just a moment. And this is the Orville Dam spillway. And it was unable to handle the amount of water that was coming out of it. They say Niagara Falls averages, everybody's familiar with Niagara Falls, it averages like 85,000 cubic feet per second. At one point, they were releasing over 150,000 or something, some amazing amount of water, twice as much as Niagara Falls was coming out of this. Now, they say that, that they had you know, done some patchwork, they had done some different things, Um, to try to, you know, over the years to keep it up, but obviously it wasn't even close. 
what I felt like the Spirit of God was sharing with me even this morning was that overflow, that outpouring is just a drop in the bucket of what he is going to do by his Spirit in the earth and pour out. It's going to be an overflow that's going to be uncontainable by the churches. It's going to be an overflow that's going to be uncontainable by any one person. But through his body, through, the, through his blood, through his power, he's going to release this overflow that is going to touch the whole entire earth for this end time harvest. And he is training us up and it's happening right now. I believe that we are in it. This isn't something I'm talking about in years from now. I'm saying right now by his spirit, I believe that this is what he's doing. And that was just, like I said, a drop in the bucket from what I felt like God was showing me this morning. Just, just a massive outpouring of his spirit that's gonna overwhelm, overtake. People are gonna be in places and business and they're just gonna begin to weep because the presence of God is upon them. Because God's love has surely overwhelmed them. The Bible says it's the goodness of God that brings people to repentance. He loves them. He loves us. He's gonna make a way where it seems to be no way. Amen? No one will be able to stop the move of God. Time spent training and development. Listen to this. I've been coming to church here for 20 years. I said I'm a little bit of a slow learner. But I'll, I'll never forget when I was in the Marines. I had signed up for four years. I did everything that, beyond what I ever even imagined. God just blessed me. The next thing I know, I really wanted to be a drill instructor, but they said, you're going to have to re-enlist. So I'm like, I tried to plead with them. Come on, I have the rank, I've got this, the time. And so it's only a two-year job description. So they said, I, checked, I was in for three years at that point. I thought, I'll just extend my enlistment for a year. They said, nope, the only way you're doing it is if you sign up for four more years. Well, I knew my time was done. I just, I knew that God had something else for me. I remember taking a, a weekend, I fasted, I prayed, I went to this mountain up in the desert and I was reading Psalms and Proverbs. I just, I can remember it like it was yesterday. And I didn't know what, I, I didn't have a family, I didn't have a wife, I didn't have kids, I didn't have any responsibility. I just wanted what God had for me. And I remember thinking, well, he might want me to go. There was other opportunities, go overseas, different jobs, different things like that they were recruiting people for. And I just remember hearing the Spirit of God say, I want you to go to solid rock. I said, what? No, I didn't say that. <laughs> and I want you to be mentored by Pastor Don. He's going to train you up in the things of the Lord. I said, all right, well, you're the Lord. I mean, what do I know? I called him up and I said, Pastor, I said, um, and I really, I only met Pastor maybe once or twice, maybe a few times before that. Uh, came and visited one time, uh, my friend Damon and I, and we were, we were oblivious at that point. Um, but God had a plan. And then uh, right before I went in, I asked Pastor, I said, I need to get baptized. I don't know if I'm going back. I want to make sure I'm going to heaven, you know. <laughs> Start thinking about that stuff when you, when you don't know. And so, long story short, came up here, been here for over 20 years being trained and developed. I thought, I'm going to be honest with you, I've, God called me to the nations. God spoke to me 20-something years ago that I'm going to preach the gospel to the nations. I've made it to Mexico. That's what, I mean, you know, I thought by this time, I'd be flying around in a jet, hitting every continent on the earth. I still believe I will be. But sometimes it takes a little longer to develop than others. But think about this. Maybe some of you in here, you're, maybe you're saying this thing is taking longer. This is, how is this happening? Why is this working? When they build the tallest buildings in the world, yeah. 
Nothing seems to be happening because what they're doing for the first months and months and months is going down and digging deeper so that they can have a foundation so that when you begin to come up and God begins to build you, you won't fall over. A lot of times we don't want to allow God to develop us and dig us deep to get us rooted and grounded on the rock of his word so that he can take us up to be a skyscraper for his glory. So just because you feel like maybe things are taking too long or this or that, don't worry. He's the author and the finisher. He's the beginning and the end. He's, he's going to take you, if you've put it on your heart and he's called you, then he's going to equip you to do those things that he's placed in your heart to do. Amen? You are the temple of God. No time, listen, time spent on training and development is not wasted time. Our success, it's essential to our success and destiny. Galatians 6, 9, don't grow weary and well-doing because why? In due season, you will, what? Reap the harvest. You're gonna reap if you don't faint, if you don't give up, if you don't stop. Hold on, keep fighting the good fight of faith. Press towards the mark of the high call. As you were praise and worship this morning, that song I was thinking about, and God put this illustration on my heart as we were praising worship just for second service. And it rem- he reminded me of how they train elephants. They put a chain when they're very little on their leg and they drive a stake in the ground and they teach them to just walk in circles around the stake. Now, as they get bigger and bigger and bigger, that stake is nothing. They could kick it out and run away easy. But because they've been so ingrained and just walking in the circle, at first they would kick and they try and they couldn't get out. As they got bigger, they just began to get into this mode, a religious mode, a traditional mode. And I'm here to tell you this morning, as you are worshiping God, I felt like God was just saying, we're gonna break that chain. We're gonna allow, we're taking these limits off. We're not gonna be chained or constricted. God wants to overflow in your life so that you can be a channel, a blessing to those around you. There's no greater fulfillment or satisfaction than when you see God touching someone else's life. I mean, it's the countenance change, the healing, the the salvation, things that happen. It's just, boom, it's like, wow. God is developing you for this time and hour, right now. You are the temple of God. He's building you. The enemy magnifies the delays of his promises in your life and uses them to distract, discourage, and get our focus on what is happening around you instead of what God is doing in you or through you. I preached in youth just this last year. Sean and Dana were on a trip, and the, the whole theme of the month was dreams, dreaming and, and reaching your dreams for God. And the Spirit of God put it on my heart to talk about the dream robbers, disappointment, distraction, and delay. Think about all the times and things about the things and the people in the Bible where things didn't happen when they think they should happen and they, you know, they gave up. So we don't grow weary. We keep fighting the good fight of faith. Don't allow these things that we call reality. Well, that's just reality. Reality. I want to reshape my reality to his reality. I want to reshape my words to his words. I've just been repenting a lot lately. I'm just going to be honest with you. All year, I'm just like, God, forgive me. And then something else comes out of my heart. God, forgive me. (laughs) Babe, forgive me, my wife. Hey, kids, forgive me. I was in juvenile hall the other night preaching the gospel. I open up, I'm gonna read it to you out of the New Living Translation. 
I'm just, I, I converted my text from uh, the, the King James, or New, King, New King James Version to the New Living Translation because that's the Bibles that they have in there. So I'm thinking, no, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna throw you know, my text on here so that way I can read exactly what they're reading. They can follow along with me. I just thought, oh, this would be cool. So I start reading. Ephesians 3, 16, I pray that from his glorious, unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. I just stopped, and I'm telling you, it was like I just got slapped up right across the face. I'm just like, don't mind me. Just pause for just a moment. Forgive me. Father, forgive me for placing limitations on the un. God, the God of unlimited resources. Oh my God, forgive me. Forgive me, Lord. I want to redevelop. I want the reality to be this because this is the reality. The, the Bible says heaven and earth is going to pass away, but my word is not going to pass away. All these other things are going to happen, but his word remains true. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he is doing what he's always planned on doing. And right now, this very time that we're in, he's pouring out his spirit because he wants to bring everybody to himself. Amen? He is. What he's doing in you by his spirit is part of his divine plan and purpose for your promotion and increase. I'm gonna say that again. What he's doing in you by his spirit is part of his divine plan and purpose for your promotion and increase. The steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord. He's ordering your steps. Psalms 119, 105 says, his word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathway. He's illuminating. He's making a way. He's gonna bring clarity. He's gonna give you vision. He's giving you strength in your inner man by his spirit. Preparation precedes promotion. We understand training for military and education for business, but most people do not want to spend time developing the inner man that will sustain you in the battles of life and promote you. We don't think anything is spending thousands and tens of thousands and sometimes hundreds of thousands, depending on what career, on our education and development for success in business. And, and we would never even think about sending somebody out to a war environment or, or, or an exercise or, or uh, fighting for freedom or anything without actually training them first. God is raising up an army of believers for an end time harvest and he's developing us, and I don't want to use it as a cliche, but for such a time as this. We were born for now. This is our generation. This is our time. And God is developing in us this fortitude by his spirit to have the clear and understand and allow him to train us like a soldier in his army. We would never think about just sending him out to go shoot a gun without teaching him how to shoot it. Right, right? I mean, how's this thing work? <laughs> no, they teach you how to align it, the sights and every single thing so that you can be effective. And that's what God is doing in our lives by his spirit in this church, in your life. He wants to develop you to a place where you can be like a strategic vessel. He says we're, we're vessels for the master's use. This just came up in my spirit. Think about this. There's treasure in earthen vessels. That's you and I. 
There's treasure in you, and God is going to flow through you to touch people for his glory. He gets all the glory for it. Because nobody could do what only God can do. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Frustration, anger, or impatience can blind you and cause you to miss it. Practice the love of God with power. Realize he's giving you power to love people more than they can love themselves. People that are lost, they don't even know, they don't even like themselves. And there's a lot of born again people that don't like themselves. Well, you should because he loves you and he died for you. And it's not about how you look or feel. It's based on his word. It's based on his promises. It's based on his love and power and drawing you and lifting you and raising you up. Amen? I was super frustrated. And this was, this was a while back. But there was a, one of the GPS instruments. I was flying an airplane. One of the GPS instruments wasn't working right. And I said, Psh, I don't even need that instrument. I got, I've got, there's three other backup instruments, you know, compass and everything else. I'm like, I know where I'm going. It takes about half hour. I'm going to fly over there. I've got this all figured out. And, well, I get over where I'm supposed to be, and I can't see the airport. And I'm just like, what the, what is going on? <clears throat> I'm checking, you know, next thing you know, and, and then it hits me that, you know, I only have a certain amount of fuel in the plane, so, you're, you know, you, it's not like, oh, I'm just going to pull over on the side of the road. When you're in the airplane, you know, you really want to be in an airport to land. You don't really, you know, it's, it's not recommended. I mean, you walk away, it's fine, but you're going to have some problems. Like, you've got to get it where you need to be. So, after being frustrated... I was just like, this is ridiculous. Like, I've already, I've been by here before. I know where I'm at. I know where I'm going. I know what I'm doing. And, and then it hits me. It's like the Holy Spirit. Call the NorCal. NorCal is the, is the basic, all the air traffic controller. So they have different sectors. But I just know, I know this is the frequency, 127.4. And I said, NorCal, where am I? I'm trying to go here. And they say, you're here, you're not even five miles, head the plane at this direction, and you'll be right there. And sure enough, as soon as they said, I'm just like, oh, <laughs> right in front of me. But I was so off, lost in my own little thing. It was like the Holy Spirit is trying to tell me, Cole, it's right here in front of you. Call the NorCal, Holy Spirit. He will get you on the right path. He directs the steps of the righteous. Don't allow frustration or anger or trying to do it yourself. I'm so guilty of trying to do it myself. I heard this preacher, he said, he said, God is not concerned about what you possess or what you can do. He said he's concerned about one thing. That's what he can do through you. That's what he can do through you. I've just tried to just do what he wants to do through me. Stop getting myself lost. Stop getting myself distracted, blinding myself. You could literally be one or two degrees. When you go 100 miles at one or two degrees off, you're not even close to your target. In life, the devil will try to blind you and get you on this deviation angle so that you deviate from his path and plan and end up in the wrong destination. But thank God we have NorCal Holy Spirit. The Holy Ghost who knows all things, who's in us, 
He speaks to us. He guides us. He leads us. He shows us things to come. He's our comforter. He's our counselor. He's our instructor. And he will get you where he needs you to be. Amen? Amen. Opportunity. Now faith. Now faith. Hebrews 11, 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. And what? The evidence of things unseen. I believe this is the right now. There's things in my life that I want to happen right now. Now, I don't want to wait another 20 years. Lord, help me take the blinders off. Don't allow me to get frustrated or angry. I don't want to deviate. I want to stay on this path. The season is here and we have to choose to walk in it. Preparation precedes promotion. His promises must be paramount in your heart to prosper. Think about Joshua. He said, meditate on the day and on his word day and night. Don't, don't, don't depart from it, but meditate. Let it be coming out your mouth and be coming in your heart. And then, then what? Then you will prosper. Then you'll have good success. Just be of good courage and meditate. And that's what I want to do. I want to continue to develop myself on what he said, because his word is power. His word gives me strength. His word is going to take me up so that I can see beyond the clouds and everything else that's in our way. You will be, this is something that the Spirit of God put in my heart and I'm gonna declare it over you right now. You will be in the right place at the right time, says the Spirit of the Lord. I will decree it and you will see it. And it's all for my glory. Think about this. In one day, in one day, think about, think about this. David and Goliath. How was it that David was able to look at a giant Literally, physically. This wasn't a spiritual battle. This was a physical person who was over nine feet tall. David was able to see himself as victorious before he ever went out there because he had the Lord on his side. Think about it like this. I believe this. When you're in the air, when you're flying, when you're flying, and if you guys, I'm sure most of you in here have been in an airplane at some point or another, when you're flying into the city, everything looks small. You can stick your finger and cover a building, you know, you just, it's, just, it's just tiny. It's like nothing. But when you're in downtown Sacramento and you're standing in front of one of those 140 tower, 140, 140 story building and you look up and you feel like a grasshopper, literally. I believe that David, the Bible says we are seated with Christ in heavenly places. I, I've chosen in my life sometimes, to my own fault, to step down and allow myself to be the grasshopper. And I'm here to tell you today that we are seated with him in heavenly places and God is trying to lift us up. So when David looked at Goliath, he didn't look at him from down here. He looked at him from up here, God's perspective. He was coming down on Goliath. How is it that the 10 spies came back and said, we were like grasshoppers. We were like nothing in their sight. But Joshua and Caleb said, oh, oh this land, whoa, this land, they're probably spitting too. This land is a land of milk and honey and they are nothing. How? Because they saw it from a different perspective. They were up here. God allowed them to see. They said, no, I'm not seeing myself from here. And in our life, we have to stay seated with him. We have to understand our position and our authority in Christ Jesus, that we're not down here. 
We're seeing things from up here. And we go after it with his plan and purpose. Amen? In one day. In one day. One day transition from living in a cave to a palace. King David. King David, they said he was living in, with his armies in caves, traveling around. He had already been anointed king, but for years, he's sleeping in a cave. He's sleeping on bedrock. He, he wasn't comfortable. Sean liked this in the first service. He liked the sleep number. He went from no number to sleep number. <laughs> he went from sleeping on bedrock to the Tempur-Pedic. I mean, he had the European design, sleep design. I mean, he went from the nothing to a palace in one day. I'm believing this is the day of one day transitions. This is the time the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. I'm just telling you, I believe that God is gonna do things that are gonna blow your mind. But he's gonna confirm his word with signs following. In one day, Joseph, one day he was in the prison with all the prisoners sleeping in the prison. The next day, he interprets the Pharaoh's dream and is put second in command of all of Egypt. I guarantee you, he was sleeping in the palace. In one day, I believe in my heart that this is a day and hour that we are in where there's gonna be one day transitions. People that are so lost that they didn't even wanna talk about God are gonna come to God one day. There's gonna be people, that there's gonna be money coming in. I believe this is a day of increase. I believe God is going to manifest himself in this church, in your lives, corporately together and individually to show his glory because he's gonna get the glory for it. There's nothing we can do to stop it, amen? In one day, whether or not we use it, there's a continual flow available for us who will walk by faith and believe God. Ask, believe we receive, and exercise it by faith. Think about that. Whether we use it or not, God is pouring it out. It's like that overflow. It's, it, they couldn't stop it, but they, didn't, you know, they weren't able to channel it. But I feel like God is developing you as a, as a, as a vessel to handle the flow of his spirit that he's gonna touch people with. It's just gonna be flowing through you. How? Because you're allowing him to develop you. Some of us are just gonna get in the flow as we go because you're in it. Some of you have been training and you've been working on it, but God is gonna develop us all to be able to flow and function at whatever capacity he's called us to do. We're not gonna compare ourselves amongst ourselves because Proverbs says that is not wise, but we're gonna do what each one of us is called to do to do our part. And that's what I'm asking today. God, what is my part? That's why I want you to ask out of this message. God, what is it that you want me to, to do in this time? What is my purpose in this time and hour that you have us in, this special season? Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. That's Psalms 46.10. He takes pleasure in the prosperity of his people or his servants. It's a time for increase. It's a time for increase. Abraham. It says we're blessed with the blessings of Abraham. Abraham was very rich. I said he was rich in service this morning. Someone said, no, he's very rich. I'm like, you're right. That's the King James. If God made Abraham, which is the father of our faith, very rich, do you think God has a problem blessing you? It says we're blessed with our father Abraham. 
He's giving us the power to get wealth to establish his covenant. He wants you to overflow. He wants you to live to give, to love to give, to enjoy being a blessing, have more than enough. I can't stand it when I'm not able to do something I want to do. It makes me angry. I want to be a blessing. I want to give more. I want to do more. And when I can't, I'm just like, what is my... Lord, bring me back up. Somehow I found myself back down here. Get up. Get up. I'm seated with him in heavenly places. He takes pleasure in the prosperity of his people. God will give you victory against insurmountable odds. Worship team, if you'd come back. God will give you victory against insurmountable odds. Father, let it rain miracles. Gideon thought there was no way. God said, there's still too many, Gideon. Long story short, Gideon with a few hundred or whatever many there were, wiped out an amazing amount. This is the day and an hour and a time where God just hear the word of the Lord this morning for your life. God is going to give you victory even in areas where you feel like there's insurmountable odds, even in areas where you feel like it might be impossible. Guess what? Thanks be to God who always causes you to triumph in his name, 2 Corinthians 2.14. And what God is the God of the impossible. He's done it before. He's gonna continue to do it. So he will give you victory over and against even insurmountable odds. Hear counsel, receive instruction, and accept correction that you may be wise in the time to come. Many plans are in the man's mind, but it is the Lord's purpose for him that will stand. Good thing we got a whole nother hour, huh? <clears throat> this is really good, because I'm behind. <laughs> God, God's so good. I'm just so excited looking out amongst you, seeing God's hand upon your life. Some of you are in here questioning what God has and what he's doing and how he's doing it. I'm here to tell you, he's got you in his hand. He is directing your steps. He's illuminating your path. He's making a way where there seems to be no way because he's a way maker. The Lord your God is in the midst of you, a mighty one, a savior who saves. He will rejoice over you with joy. He will rest in silent satisfaction. This is the Amplified Bible. And in his love, he will be silent and make no mention of past sins or even recall them. He will exalt over you with singing. Right now, right this very moment, I just want you to bow your heads for a moment and I want you to release any past sin. See, God has released it, but I felt the Spirit of God shared with me this morning that you have been carrying that weight. You've been holding on to those things and, and you've got to let it go. Cast your cares on Him because He cares for you. So right now, I don't want you to walk out this door this morning carrying your past, carrying your weight. Maybe you're in here this morning and you've never asked Jesus Christ to be the Lord of your life. It's the greatest thing ever. I'm not going to tell you it's going to be easy because you're still gonna have challenges. You're still gonna have tribulation, the Bible says, but be of good cheer. Jesus said, because I've overcome the world. I'm putting out an invitation for you this morning. Maybe you're here and you're saying, you know what? I've been wrestling with this. I feel God knocking on my heart. God is a gentleman. His Holy Spirit, he'll come to you, but he's not gonna make you do anything. But if we open up to him, he will pour out and he will come to you. Get rid of those 
things that are trying to torment you. Some of you are in here this morning and these things just keep holding you back. It's one of those limitations. It's like that chain in the elephant. Kick that thing off once and for all. You're not carrying your past. You're not carrying it. Paul, even Paul said, this one thing I do. This is the Spirit of God this morning, right here, right now. This one thing I do, I forget those things that are behind me and I press towards the mark of the high call in Christ Jesus. Father, this morning, we forget the past. We release these things that try to come back and, and, and haunt us, come back and try to give us a, a condemnation. Father, we're free by your spirit. You're exalting over us with singing, Lord God. Habakkuk 2, 2 through 4, write the vision. Some of you this morning, you've been, you've been asking God, you've been seeking God. I hear the Spirit of God saying, write it out. He's been challenging me to rewrite some things, to, to make some edits if necessary, but to be listening to Him as He pours out His Spirit upon you, as He speaks to you by His Spirit. I want you to write it out and have confidence. It's the last scripture I'm going to read. Have confidence. In the Amplified Bible, Hebrews 10, 35 says, Do not, therefore, fling away your fearless confidence, for it carries a great and glorious compensation of reward. You have need of steadfast patience and endurance so that you may perform and fully accomplish the will of God and thus receive and carry away and enjoy to the full what is promised. Father, this morning, I thank you for your people this morning. I thank you that you truly desire to manifest yourself to each and every one of us in a fresh, new way. You're pouring out your spirit right now. And Father, we're here saying, here we are, Lord. Send us. Here we are, Lord. Flow through us. Here we are. As your heads are bowed this morning. The